This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. I really can't but stay. But baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. But baby, it's cold outside. It was a trend that began at a Cleveland radio station and then gained momentum. More and more radio music programmers have removed the seasonal song, Baby It's Cold Outside, from their playlists. But not here at Zoomer Radio. Are you happy with our decision to leave it in the rotation? Or do you find the song offensive, especially in light of the freshness of the Me Too movement? 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Joining me in studio to discuss the whole Baby It's Cold Outside controversy is our music programming consultant, Larry McGinnis. Nice to have you on the air with us, Larry. It's so great to be with you, Jane, and it's nice to actually talk to you on the air. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's great. Let's talk, first of all, why some are finding this song offensive. Well, I don't understand why they're finding it offensive, personally. I, I, the Me Too movement, of course, is making everybody sensitive to it. I have a wife and a sister and a granddaughter, and I'm a full supporter of that. But I think common sense has to come into play here. Um, I can tell you, by way of uh, audience response, we have had nothing but a positive audience response to uh, running it. And I, lo- I love the song. I think, um, you know, I, this is the point I want to make early. Um, bands on um, popular culture always seem embarrassing and ridiculous in retrospect. Um, they banned um, Wake Up Little Susie by the Everly Brothers. Elvis Presley was only shot from the waist up uh, on the Ed Sullivan Show. And that seems silly to us now. And the other thing I'm worried about is backlash. If you get to the point where you're banning things for silly reasons or overreacting, you make people kind of numb to the real problem, in my opinion. And so, because we're not like any other radio station, I respect Bell and Rogers and CBC. I've worked for all of them, um, and they, they have their decision to make. But we don't make our decisions based on focus groups or um, music testing. We're, we uh, try to play songs that have emotional value as well as uh, um, melodic value and other things. So uh, we love the song, and um, my personal opinion and my professional responsibilities align on this one. I uh, I like the song. I don't see any problem with the song, and our audience seems to like it too. The song dates back to 1944. It was sung by Esther Williams and Ricardo Montalban in the 1949 movie Neptune's Daughter, and it won the Academy Award for Best Original Song in a Film. I went back to look at that portion of Neptune's Daughter where they are singing this song to each other because I had heard and read and saw on social media that it looked like from that movie that she is being coerced against her will to stay with him. I did not get that feeling at all. I mean, she is 
a little more uh, reserved than coy, I would say. But she certainly is not being held down or pulled back or pushed down to stay against her will. Well, Frank Lesser wrote that song. He wrote Guys and Dolls and other songs. And he wrote it for he and his wife to sing at parties. One of the charming aspects of Hollywood in those days is that performers went to parties at each other's homes and performed. And he wrote that song to perform at parties with his wife. And he became so uh, popular, he swore at the end of his life that the only reason he and his wife were getting um, invited to parties where they would sing that song. And traditionally, it was the song that they sang at the end of the party to let everybody know the hostess was tired, it's time to go to bed. Right. And uh, so that's it has a very, very innocent uh, backstory. I think it has a very innocent backstory as well. And in the Neptune's Daughter movie, he's pouring her champagne. or That's what it appears to be. So what's in this drink? Well, alcohol is in this drink. Or, you know, she's feeling a bit, you know, we all feel a bit lightheaded if we have a drink. Does that mean there's a date rape drug in the drink? This is what, the, this no. is the concern these no, days. No, we, we wouldn't play the song if Bill Cosby was singing the song. Uh, no, so point. context is important. Yes. Right? And, and, you know, in, in, in 1945, and, and more recently than that, it just wasn't acceptable socially for a woman to spend the night with her boyfriend or even her fiancé. Which, you know, and so they, this, this is a song about seduction. It's not a song about anything else. And, yeah, and it, it's a song about, I mean, we've all been there with somebody we're falling in love with and we don't want to leave and we don't want them to leave. But, you know, we're sort of thinking maybe we should wait a bit or, you yeah. know, like I think it's a, it's a mutual song. It's, it is. It, that's what it feels like to me because women are just as interested <laughs> in having sex with a man that they're attracted to yeah. as the other way around. Yeah. Let's be honest, right? Yeah. All right, let's get to the phones. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Let's go to Joyce in Scarborough. Joyce, do you like Baby It's Cold Outside? I, I love it, and I wish they'd leave our songs alone. Uh, I Like when I was in my 20s and that, if some guy called me Baby, you, you were on top of the world. <laughs> and I, I just, I, I agree with the gentleman uh, just leave our songs alone. And guess what? The new stuff, you can't, they mumble. You can't understand what they're saying. Thank God. Yes, you certainly can make out the lyrics. Joyce, thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. And uh, joining me here is Larry McInnes, our music and programming consultant at Zoomer Radio. Uh, so if you have a question for Larry as well, he is here until 1 o'clock. Let's go to Marie in Mississauga. Go ahead, Marie. Hi, Larry and Jane. Hi. Um, hi. I'm really glad that AM740 is still going to play the, the song, Baby It's Cold Outside. Um, I'm an entertainer myself, and I'm always delighted when I get the opportunity to uh, sing it as a duet. I think it's a delightful song, which is currently being misinterpreted. And uh, I'm part of the Me Too movement and fully support it, and I think it, it has nothing to do with... Uh, that with assault or anything like that. And I totally agree with everything that you two just said about the song. Marie, thanks for calling in. And that's a really good point as well, that uh, those of us who are in support of the Me Too movement can still like the song Baby, It's Cold Outside. Uh, Larry, you received an email that you sent around to all of us who are on the air. Um, Would and you mind reading it? Do you, you want me to read it? Sure. sure. Uh, she says, I just want to say that I appreciate your position on keeping my favorite seasonal song on the air. I'm a woman. 
a feminist, and I've had my share of Me Too moments. But this song is not one of them. It's a playful seduction of an era where protests by women were expected as part of the game that men and women played. The man is not overpowering the woman, merely coaxing her. And his advances are not at all unwelcome to the woman. Thank you for taking a stand against political correctness, madness that takes nothing into account for history. Yes, you know, I was thinking about that when I got that email, and we've, and I must say that we've received many, many emails, and they've all been in kind of like that. And I was thinking, you could, you could take it to an extreme. You could say, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows if you're awake. Does that mean Santa Claus is a stalker? I mean, how far can you take that, right? It, it can be seen right. ridiculous. Right, or, or I saw Mama kissing Santa Claus. Yes. Is she having an affair? <laughs> Or is she kissing well, her husband who's dressed up as Santa Claus, exactly, right? I mean, exactly. that's exactly it. Okay, let's go to Len in Pickering. Hi, Len, go ahead. Hi, how are you? Very well, thanks. I, I'm voting for the song. I remember <laughs> lying on the floor in front of the radio in 1944, I think it was, and I listened to it and I used to mimic it, and I thought it was a great song. It, it absolutely is, and it's been done by so many artists, Larry. Yeah. And it's one of my favorites, seriously. And, and, and we play it not just at Christmas time. It's a song that is about winter, not specifically about Christmas. So we played it. We, there's a fantastic version by Brooke Benton. We, we, we played it one time during the, in the summer. It was just a great song. Because it does get cold sometimes because... <laughs> in July. Not very often, well, but here, it does. Yes. <laughs> uh, our own Michael Buble does a yes. version of it. Uh, Ray Charles, Tom Jones, Dolly Parton. The list goes on yeah, and on. It's been covered by everybody. I'm interested now. Bette Midler does a fantastic duet. I forget who she, her duet partner is. And Bette has been very strong voice uh, for the Me Too movement, and I respect Bette a lot. And, and um, I'm just wondering now what her thoughts would be on, on performing it again. Okay, let's go to Stephen in Parkdale. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Gene. Uh, uh, since you're acting as Libby's proxy, let me say Happy Hanukkah. Oh, very nice. Thank you. Happy Hanukkah to all our Jewish listeners who are celebrating. Okay. To me, I, I don't understand how anybody could be so ridiculous. You know, what, what are we going to lose uh, um, the young ladies that's on that midnight Oh, uh, Ziggy. Show? Yes, yes. <laughs> are we going to lose all the hip-hop stations? And, yeah. Well, no, that, that's exactly it. Uh, the content. And Ziggy's show, uh, for listeners who aren't up late at night, Larry. Please, please. Appointment listening for Ziggy's uh, two hours in the evening. She is such a delightful um, voice and refreshing voice on the radio and the music she plays. As like the music we play, we play more music on this radio station than any other radio station. Certainly, and maybe in Canada, you know, most radio stations in this city play about seven hundred songs in their library. We play almost five thousand. Is that what it is? It is it's, yeah. And so our variety is great. And and Ziggy is, at night, especially, is so entertaining and so adorable. And and I highly recommend that uh, we, you not just because I'm here as a, a programmer. I highly recommend that uh, you you if you haven't heard Ziggy in the evening, you should definitely start listening to Ziggy. Well, we really do a disservice to the history of music by defining the past in 500 songs. There are so many songs out there. Yeah, you know, you probably hear us say we play more variety in an hour than other stations play all day. It's actually the truth. Um, and we don't pick music. It doesn't matter to us who the singer is. It doesn't matter to us what era it's from. It doesn't matter to us what year it's from. What matters to us is the song and the emotional impact of the song. And that's how this radio station is programmed. Well, and that's exactly it. I mean, uh, you, when we hear, when, when Neil and Sam and I play a song in the morning, 
I'm automatically taken back to that time in my life where that song had prominence. And all of a sudden, there's that feeling of, oh, my gosh, this song. I, I remember I was doing this when I first heard this song. And, and there are so many like that. Well, we are a radio station where you can hear Frank Sinatra, The Carpenters, and Bob Seger in the same 20 minutes and love, love all the songs because they flow together not so much as era. It doesn't matter how old you are or who you are. All that matters is the experience you get from hearing the music. Uh, tell uh, for those, I mean, we're hearing the sprinkled in Christmas and holiday songs right now. How often are we playing them and, and when playing, will we start to hear them well, all the time? Um, the week, week and a half before Christmas will be wall-to-wall holiday music. Um, and I can't wait for that. I have holiday music in my car you know, in September. I'm a lunatic. <laughs> but, <laughs> that, that, uh, that is early. <laughs> but that is early. Uh, but we're playing about four or five an hour now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we like to play our other music as well. But as we get closer to Christmas, we'll be playing. And then we, we're not going to stop Christmas at noon like some radio stations do. We're still going to be playing Christmas music after Christmas Day right up until New Year's. We'll lessen it, of course, as we get closer to New Year's Day. But we believe that, it's, again, it's all about emotion for us. And Christmas and uh, and ritual and and tradition is all so important for us. Uh, Larry, I'm so glad you've decided to do that because it still feels like Christmas on the 26th and the 28th, the New Year's Eve. Absolutely. And you miss, if the songs just end at midnight on Christmas Day, I mean, you really miss I, it. I once worked for a radio station that ended, stopped playing their Christmas songs at noon on Christmas Day. And I would say to the program director, you know, I'm eating Christmas dinner at six o'clock. I would still like to hear some Christmas music. Absolutely, yes. No. yes. All right, back to the phones. Larry McInnes is joining me. Jane Brown here for Libby on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. Uh, the springboard for the conversation is, baby, it's cold outside and the controversy around it. But feel free to call in with your questions for Larry. 416-360-0740. Toll free 1-866-744-740. Bill in Toronto, go ahead. Well, I have to agree. The quality of your radio station is unsurpassed. And the the thing that I really like about it is I have the free choice to actually listen to you or turn you off. And uh, Please don't turn us off, by the way. (laughs) Please keep us on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, honestly. Like, I... I listen to your station all the time. Just the nature of my work and the things I do, I can can listen a lot. Yes. But uh, the thing is, my wife and I have been married for 30 years. Once it comes around Christmas time, there's always Christmas music playing in the background. This song gets played, like, you know, all the time in ours. It's a tradition. And I find it offensive, you know, that somebody wants to meddle in what we value, my culture, the things I've grown up with. And I didn't invite hashtag me too to my Christmas party, so they can just take their politically correct nonsense and, and park it. it. It's not going to affect my Christmas. But here's, when I talked about freedom of choice, here's what really offends me. You got Rogers and Bell Canada. Okay, they're corporations that I can actually own and buy stock in, or I can work for them, or I can be a customer and pay them to provide me a service. I don't need them to make a moral judgment to ban what I can watch. And that's the thing that I really find important now is I can go shop around. Bell Rogers, this impacts the way I conduct myself. When you want to tell me how to think, I have a problem with you. All right, Bill, thank you for calling, and we do appreciate your opinion. Uh, I must say I was surprised at the widespread decision through CBC and Rogers and Bell to decide to pull Baby It's Cold Outside from all their stations, uh, based on something that had started in Cleveland. Well, it's you know it's their decision to make. And as I said, I have friends in all of those uh, radio companies, and I've worked for them at one time or another. 
Uh, and they're making a corporate decision, in my opinion. A lot of it is based on fear and uh, fear of backlash or fear of uh, somebody marching on your radio station. But I think common sense has to play into this decision. And... Um, and I think that we've made the right decision. I think so, too. And ironically, the, the backlash is coming is is really against the decision that they've made rather than the decision to play it. Because every single call we've had so far is saying they love the song. Yes. Let's go to Paul in Oshawa. Go ahead, Paul. Hello? Hi, Paul. Turn down your radio. Let us uh, know what you think. Okay. Uh, no, the comments on that song come from a generation that listens to rap music that is deeply offensive, degrading terminology towards women, and they're worried about this song. I find the irony humorous, actually. Okay, let's move along to Marilyn in Mississauga. Go ahead, Marilyn. Hi, I'm uh, sort of a deck to the fact it sounds as if it's one woman, one entertainer who did not like this song, and everybody's, you know, following her footsteps. Against the rest of us, okay? Um, there's a song out, I Love Your Body, or I'm In Love With Your Body. It's far more offensive than that song ever, ever even thought of being. It's a fun song. Right. Okay, thanks for your call. Thank you. If we were to get rid of this song, I mean, where would we stop to, Larry, right? I mean, there would be others that we would need to get rid of. I heard a hilarious song on Robbie's show the other night about um, don't, uh, don't marry a pretty woman, marry an ugly woman. <laughs> If you want to be happy is the That's name of the it, song. That's it, if you want to be happy. Yeah. It's a great song. And, and Myron and I, we just laughed, right? Because yeah. it's, 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 it's a joke song, yeah, and it's of, it's of a time, and it's a tongue-in-cheek song yes. for sure. And if you don't get that when you listen to it, <laughs> you're way too serious. Context is everything. That's it. Dan in London, thanks for calling in from uh, southwestern Ontario. Go ahead. Hi, how are you? Very Dan? well. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call them names. Is that bullying? Is Rudolph the next song that's going to get banned? Well, therein lies the point. Thank you, Dan. You're Let's go to Brian and Wellen. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I don't know who thinks of these, but think about ever listen to rap music, what they say they're going to do to women, and they're worried about this song that's 75 years old, and Kenny Chesney sings a song, all the girls want to get laid, and they let that on the air. Like, I just find it all... Your Me Too movement's gone uh, way off. off well, it, it, it takes away the seriousness of the Me Too movement, Larry. I think that's really more yeah, of the so issue. I, I think you have to be worried about uh, the pendulum swinging to the point where people, it becomes a, a boy who cried wolf thing where if you complain about everything, nothing has meaning. And I think we have to be careful about that. And as I said at the beginning uh, today, um, Bans on popular culture always seem ridiculous in retrospect. Our programming consultant, music consultant, Larry McInnes, has joined us. Uh, we're approaching, we're, I think we're 19 days now to Christmas. Can't uh, wait. Yes, I know. It's such a nice time yeah. of year. Uh, what do we have planned here over the holidays for our listeners? Just, I've only have another minute here with you. Well, we... we um we play a lot. We'll be playing a lot of Christmas music. We'll have our, our annual kind of New Year's Eve party here at the radio station to playing uh, the, the whole family, the whole Zoomer family will gather together and uh, and wish each other and wish our listeners a uh, happy new year and we'll be playing lots of festive music then. This is, um, this is a great radio station to be in. It feels like family when you walk in the door and what we're trying to do is make it feel like family when you turn on the radio. And, and that's why Christmas for us is all about family tradition and ritual and why we don't think we should capriciously start banning music that offends one or two people for maybe no, no reasonable reason. And we also have all 
all day music on Christmas That's right. Day. And commercial free all day Christmas music. It's yeah. fantastic. It's just that it's it's our gift to you, and it's Moses' gift to the staff. We all get the day off that day, <laughs> and it's just nonstop Christmas music. No, it's great. It really is great. Larry, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.